Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of the V Report. I am so blessed and highly favored because my girl Keisha came through for the interview. And we also got a little special thing for y'all today. So definitely want to keep tuned all the way to the end. Don't be a hater. So Keisha from Bottom with Keisha's podcast. This had the rollout of rollouts and she's doing so amazing her first week. So Keisha, welcome to the V Report. Hey, girl, I'm so excited just to be on your show. I'm just very grateful that you let me be a part of, you know, this awesome show. Oh, girl, no. Thank you for coming through. And especially throughout your rollout week. This is so dope. How are you? How are you feeling right now? Especially just launching your podcast and switching up everything. How does this feel? I, it feels so amazing. I feel so blessed. Um, just like it, it's the, the feedback is really good. You know, I'm just feeling like just overwhelmed a little bit you know because it's just you know I have to balance everything out but um I I believe God is going to direct me you know in the way that I need to and I'm just super excited like I'm more excited than overwhelmed I'm just I'm just ready to you know start making more episodes oh fantastic guys you gotta check out Bong Makisha because her first four episodes are so impactful and they're so she just has two amazing interviews. She talks about her heroes and she also gives us a mental health like update and she is into mental health. We'll get to that while we ask her a few questions. So Keisha, let's dive into this girl. How did you get into the sports industry and what is your favorite team? Well, um, I used to play basketball uh, in high school and junior high. Um, my dad got me into playing basketball when I was like 13. Um, and, you know, I loved it ever since. It's a great way for me to, you know, just release, stress release. And um, it also helped me deal with, like, you know, bullying in school, um, you know, and just being able to deal with stress and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and what I, I wanted to be a writer um, the whole time, like, all of my life, since I was, like, nine years old. I wanted to be a writer, best-selling author. You know, I wanted to do fantasy novels, stuff like that. So I didn't really get into sports until, like, my, my senior year in high school. And um, I took a publications class uh, and I started interviewing, you know, uh, you know, people uh, like just high school sports, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, just doing pictures and video and, you know, just getting into, you know, the pub, you know, just journalism. And I was like, man, this is fun. Um, I love sports and, you know, I love, you know, writing. So I, I just combined the two and I was like, well, I can make a living off of this because I wasn't really... You know, as in high school, I, I started losing my confidence and, you know, myself as, you know, as well as just my writing abilities. Um, and so I didn't really think, oh, I was going to be like a best-selling author. Like, I didn't really believe, you know, at towards the end of my senior year, I was like, oh, I should probably have a plan B. Um, and so I decided to do that publications class and it, it helped out. I mean, it really helped me out. Like, okay, maybe I could do this for a living. And so I just, that's how I started. And I've been, you know, just working on, you know, my sports journalism career ever since. Wow. So would you say that um, sports journalism has become one of your passions or is it more like still just plan B? I think it's more of a passion now, Um, you know, because, you know, it's just been like so much of a part of my life Um, since I graduated from high high school and graduated from, because like in high school, um, you know, after high school and I was going into college, I thought, you know, I'm going to be a news journalist. Like, I didn't really 
I like sports. I love sports, but I was like so done with it because of like just all the stress and trauma I got through, like basketball. Like my teammates were like bullying me, and you know, I just mm-hmm. so done with basketball. I was, just, I was like, I wanted to play, but I was like, I was okay with it, you know, because you know, not being able to play because LSUA, where I graduated from, did not have a basketball program at all. Not a men's basketball, not a women's wow. basketball. So uh, all we had was baseball, softball. <laughs> At the time. Oh no. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely not able to do that. Which, you know, I thought it was a relief. Like, I'm happy about that, you know. And, you know, after college, you know, I, I mean I had had to go through therapy in you know, college, you know, just to, you know, because I started actually I didn't really plan on having therapy, but I, I had entered a, a LSUA pageant. I was more you know, I'm a to- I was a tomboy. I was a tomboy for a long time. Mm-hmm. I only wore dresses, you know when I was in high school, <laughs> you know, like when I went to church. Um, gotcha. So um, it, it turned into something um, in therapy. Uh, I had to go to therapy as a requirement to be in the pageant. And um, it helped me like get through a lot of stuff that I dealt with in high school. Um, and so I started liking sports again. I started like, actually, okay, I, I, I'm starting to play basketball again. And I got, I got way better. I felt more confident. I was you know, because I just uh, just enjoyed the, the game again. And so after college, I was like, well, um, I, I started getting some more, you know, journalism, sports and stuff like that. And um, so um, I started working for the Town Talk. It's a newspaper here in Alexandria. Um, mm-hmm. And I started doing sports. And honestly, <laughs> I did not know anything about football. Um, in Louisiana, I- you don't know about football? Yeah, no, I was, like, a newbie. Like, I knew, like, very little. Um, and But I was really determined to make something out of myself because I was, like, working at Cracker Barrel, and I was, like, I'm tired of working at Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. <laughs> as a And so I was, like, okay, if I really want to do this, I got to immerse myself in, you know, in the culture of football and just, like, you know, learn everything I can. And um, I started doing high school football, and I, like, really enjoyed it because – I love the adrenaline rush I get when I'm, you know, just, you can feel the energy when you, when you, um, you know, before COVID, <laughs> you know, we could, you can feel the energy of the crowd and, and the players. And it's just such, you know, magnetic. It was like, I love this. Like I can watch these games and, and I learned so much and I really appreciated the game because I really didn't understand like what the point of football was. <laughs> but. Oh girl, you can't yeah. say that to me because I'm a football girl right here. I, I agree with you. I love the energy that football brings. It's just like the excitement of a touchdown when you're down by three and uh, you're on it's uh, third and 15, but your best quarterback is in and your, your best receivers hurt, but that one chance for that breakout start to happen, it always happens right then and there. So I love football. So I'm, I'm happy you got to dive yeah. in, especially since you were in Louisiana. Right. Oh. I mean, so I'm happy yeah, <laughs> that you got, got to get immersed in the culture. <laughs> yeah, like the first, uh, like my first YouTube, like Ball and Keisha, I have a YouTube channel called Ball and Keisha. And my first video was about Alvin Kamara. And I started just, mm-hmm. I did a rap about Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> made it up. <laughs> it was cute. Like I had my little Saints jersey, like my dad's Saints uh, sweatshirt. And I was just, I just did a rap and 
that was my first video. So I, I really do love the Saints. I wish, you know, they had, you know, got into the, into the, um, you know, championships, but you know, it's always next year. And yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm very grateful. Like, I'm glad that I got back into sports. Yes. And we're all very glad you got back because you are really, really, really good at interviewing and you're very knowledgeable in sports. So I'm happy you are back. So you. I want to talk, ask you, what made you decide to create your own podcast? Because some people, like you said, you like, you like sports journalism, you like interviewing people. What made you say, like, I'm going to start talking about sports on my platform? Well, you know, um, what I wanted to do is expand my knowledge. Like, I'm always improving. I'm, I believe in improving myself and learning about everything about sports. Like, I'm still um, learning. And so... You know, I think podcasting is a great way, you know, just to put myself out there and to be like, okay, I need to like just to challenge myself, you know, and to get mm-hmm. to get better. And so I definitely wanted to do that with my podcast. And also I want to, you know, also help people and inspire people into, you know, just learning, you know, about themselves just to be more open. Um, and, you know, especially in mental health, I think that's something that's very not not talked about very um often um but also COVID has helped you know people you know realize okay I you know just reflect self-reflection and just really realize okay I may have some problems you know that I might have to deal with you know mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I think the platform is going to help um people in general just to you know just realize that you know having mental illness or having a mental problem is not something you should be ashamed of you know you can get help you can get therapy um, and I just want to shed a light on that, a positive light on that. And I think, um, you know, with my podcast, you know, you can be successful. You can do stuff. You know, you're not just because, you know, I have depression or I'm, I was diagnosed with depression. Um, it doesn't mean that your life stops. And yes. so I think that um, with the podcast, that's going to, you know, have a more uh, have a public light to it. And so people can know, like, you can do whatever you want, no matter what um, mental illness you may have. I think that is fantastic. I was going to actually ask you, was men- mental health a passion of yours? Because I can hear it by just how you how you speak of it. And I just want to know, like, what made you decide to talk about such a, like, a taboo topic in our culture on your platform? Because I know as somebody that works in mental health as well, um, it is something that, unfortunately, African-Americans do not want to discuss. It's more like African-American women will go to therapy. But men, they're just like, no. So the fact that you bring it to your po- your podcast and using that as your also a, um, on your platform is speaks volumes. But what made you pick that route? Well, <laughs> um, it's been a long mental health journey for me. Um, and, you know, I've struggled with mental health since I was like 16 um, because of the bullying. And, you know, I just... Uh, I just realized that, you know, it is a chemical imbalance in my brain, um, but it's something that can be helped with medication and, um, you know, just coping mechanisms. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, as a, as a, as a black woman and just black people in general, I think um, a lot of, a lot of issues stem from mental illness, um, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, if we, you know, just deal with it and, you know, talk about it, communicate with each other and not hide it and, um, you know, be all secretive about it. Yeah. Um, if things will be better for us as a whole, as a black community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
I think that if I can help that in some way um, to shed a, a positive light and just be more outspoken about it and, and if I can, you know, open myself up, you know, about my journey and my experience, then I can help others, um, you know, do the same thing. And so um, I definitely want to do that. Um, and Black men especially, um, yeah. you know, I used to, I, I actually wrote a, like when I was 16, <laughs> I wrote a book. Uh, I'm writing, still writing on it. It's uh, called Star Glow. And I wanted to do like a Black man, um, like uh, be emotional because um, mm, basically it's about- Please dive in. Yeah, like- yeah, like um, it stemmed from my my journey as a as men- in mental health. Uh, you know, you know, it's just such a stigma. And I wanted to write a book, and like like his powers are, are are fueled by his emotions. So his emotions are powerful, and I really wanted to like, okay, definitely want to do that. And you know, it just show that emotions are powerful. You don't have to let them control. That you can control them. And that's how the Zach, Zach is the main character. He, he, he um, deals with his emotions and he deals with mental health. Um, and he just, it just brings a, a positive light um, to um, mental health, especially in black men. And, you know, is there, is there any, if any way I could do to help people, especially black men, I, I would do it. You know, you know, just, just promote, you know, positive, um, you know, mental health. I think that is fantastic. And just even like, I know you said you were interested in writing for sci-fi when you were younger. I really love what I'm hearing about this book. I think a lot of young, especially young um, African-American and Caucasian-Americans and whoever will definitely can relate to this book because a lot of kids are into sci-fi and I think you should still continue writing and definitely get it published because I want to hear how this whole thing ends. I want to see how he can control his powers because if you... Our X-Men fan like I was growing up. We know a lot of the X-Men couldn't control their powers because of their emotions. So I love this. I love it, love it, love it. So Keisha, what can we like expect to see from the future with you? Like, where's Keisha going? Well, you know, like my vision is is to really, you know, be a successful sports journalist, of course, and just grow in my in my journey as a, a sports journalist. And also you know, I just want to help people with mental health and the physical health, you know, um, you know, just in any aspect of health. Um, I just want to inspire people, just bring joy to people um, and, you know, just um, have a platform that helps people. And, um, you know, that's that's where I think I'm going. You know, I feel like it's my purpose, you know, to really spread joy and also just to help people, inspire them to do what they don't think is possible. And um, I definitely want to help with that. That's fantastic. And also become a best-selling author. Don't take oh, it off, yeah. off that list. Keep that goal. Because I believe that we're on this earth for a short period of time. So you do as many things you want to do. So there you go. Definitely do that. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. And we'll be back. And we're going to definitely get into some the stuff that's going on in the NBA, y'all. Y'all, keep it, keep it cool. We'll be right back. Welcome 
welcome back from that commercial again if you somebody that wants to start your own podcast but have no idea how to start it don't know where to look don't know how much it costs don't got the money but guess what boo you can get all this for free on the anchor app all you gotta do is download anchor and then you can start making your own podcast not only can you make your own podcast but it gets distributed to a variety of different platforms such as apple and spotify so, and also, guess what? It's on the Anchor app too. So your podcast is going to be going everywhere. And all you need is your thoughts, a computer, or your phone, and you can get it popping. So definitely, if you're ready to make that next step and start creating your own platform and your own content, definitely download, download that Anchor app and get things ready. So y'all, this second half of me and Keisha sit down, it's going to be a little different because we're going to actually have a girl chat about sports. Okay. So we're going to talk about the Lakers versus the Wizards game that was Monday night. Y'all going to be hearing it on Wednesday, so this is not last night for y'all, but last night for us. So, Keisha, mm, mm, mm. Wow. I don't know what's going on with the Lakers since AD has been out. It's struggling. But they lost to the Washington Wizards. Not like two years ago Wizards, like this year Wizards. The ones that are 11 and 17. Right. I'm lost. The ones uh, that can't play defense. I'm lost. Girl, what do you think's going on? Man, I mean, they're struggling because they ain't got AD, you know? And, you know, they've had three straight losses. Um, yeah. So, you know, the Lakers, you know, they, they need um, – they're also missing Schroeder. So they got two people that, you know, that are out. That, you know, that was really big – for, you know, getting points and everything. So, um, you know, I think that it's good that they have Paolo Kuzma, you know, because he's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, making up for, you know, the loss for, uh, you know, AD. And, you know, I think that, you know, LeBron is going to have to carry the weight, you know, carry the team. And he's feeling the pressure, you know. <laughs> Girl, LeBron had 31 points last night and 13 assists. How much more can LeBron do, though? Because, whew, LeBron's like 36, 37 years old, man. I know he's like, yo, I cannot do 40 every night. Whew, what do you think? Because even like Kyle Kuzma, yeah, he did his thing. He did have 11 rebounds, which is really was helpful. But, man, Bradley Beal came with them 33 points, though. And Russell Westbrook had 14 rebounds. And, homie, my guy, Westbrook had nine assists. So it's just like... Were they just outplayed by the Wizards? But the Washington Wizards? <laughs> um, you know what? I think, um, you know, it's just, they're just playing it like they really wanted. They wanted, you know, they wanted it more than the Lakers. Mm. Um, and, you know, they were down. They were, uh, let's see, they were down by 17 in the second half. Yep. But they just continue to, you know, keep going, um, keep that offense up and, you know, they, they um, intensify their defense. So mm-hmm. they really, uh, you know, like Bradley, they, he averages 30 points a night. So um, he just kept, he knew how to facilitate facilitate his team and, you know, get, get back. And they just, they overcame their struggles, you know. And then Westbrook, he had a triple-double. He has, he's had a triple-double in his previous three games. So he was able just to get past the guards and, you know, just, put a lot of effort into, you know, on the glass from his, his position. So mm-hmm. I think that they just wanted it more. I think you're right. Because the fact that they went to overtime 
my Lakers, you went to overtime with the Washington Wizards. I, I don't I don't understand that. And I think um, for all, all Lakers fans, do not be discouraged because this will not happen again. So I think yeah. let the Lakers get themselves together because they do play again on Wednesday when you guys will be hearing this. So Wednesday night game will be the Lakers game. But we're going to talk about the Bulls versus the Rockets real quick. So I thought the Rockets were going to be, you know, way better than they are, actually, because they have um, a pretty decent squad. They have John Wall, and John Wall is stellar, and we all have been seeing how John Wall's been playing this year. But what happened, Keisha? Because <laughs> the Rockets lost to the Bulls um, 100 to 120, and John Wall didn't do much. I don't know. How are you feeling about that game? Well, you know, it all, there's a third quarter, you know, that third quarter, uh, just basically they did have a historic third quarter. It was amazing because, you know, they just pulled through like um, Kobe White, he had like a double-double, 24 points, and then 10 rebounds with Zach Levine. So, you know, they just kept on shooting. They outshot him. They basically outshot him. They shot him out the court. It yep. was like uh, 54% from the field they were shooting. And then they were 76% in the third quarter. Um, there was five different players that were shooting in double digits. You know, as a team, they had a 2-1 assist to turnover ratio, 24 assists, 11 turnovers. So, and plus, you know, I think that um, the Rockets were shorthanded. They were missing key players. Aladipo mm-hmm. um, and Christian Wood. So, um, they because they were missing Wood, you know, he's been, um, they've been missing him because since ever since he's been gone, you know, they haven't won a game. The Rockets have not won a game yet. And so, um, yeah, I think that, you know, they, they tried to hold on. They were only down by six points at the half. Um, you know, John Wall had 11 points in the first quarter. Um, but, you know, and Eric Gordon, Daniel House Jr., and David Nwamba, they did. They had 26 points in the first half. Mm-hmm. But the third quarter was the Bulls' quarter. You know, yeah. so... You know, the like, third quarter, the Rockets took a nap and the Bulls just kept shooting. Right. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were going to win. I guess they were like, you know, you can't, you got to play all four quarters, okay? Exactly. You know? I hate when teams do that. You know, like second, first half, they do a great job. Everything's good. And they fall asleep in the second half. I'm like, uh, there's still a game. Go- there's, no, there's more of a game going, you know? Exactly. You got to finish the game. You got to finish strong. Um, Rockets but- do not want to be like the Knicks. You do not want to play good the first half, die off in the third quarter, and play for for life in the fourth. Don't want to do that. Well, old Knicks. No. New Knicks are a little different. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they they um they just made history. You know, they, there was like the fifth highest scoring quarter and the highest scoring third quarter in franchise history. So the Bulls yep. made history, you know? And so it's like they just, they just came together. You know, they... You know, they were just like, we're going to win and we're going to make history. And that's what they did. You know, they won by 20 points. And, you know, they just, the Rockets just fell on that when they just lost. Yeah, it, it wasn't lost. it wasn't their night at all. Mm-mm. Houston, get it together because you should be way better. <laughs> so we're going to talk about these Tuesday games real quick because I'm a little hurt while I'm interviewing Keisha. My next done lost again, yo. But uh-huh. it's okay. Lost to Golden State. It's okay. Lost to yeah. Golden State. 
106 to 114. My guy Julius Randle also today was announced that he is going to um, to the All Star. A Nick player is going to the All Star. So you know what, oh, New yeah. York, we have New York's having a beautiful day. Okay, Bobby Schmurter came home today. Julius Randle oh. All Star. We lost the the Wizards. No, I'm sorry, the Wizards we lost the Warriors. That's okay. But we got some good vibes in New York right now. What do you think Keisha that New York needs? Since you know, you know, you play basketball, and I'm gonna go lean on you for this. What do you think that New York would need to just get them over that hump a little bit? Well, let me see. You know, I think that you know they just gotta keep it up on defense. Um, you know, just make sure that you know, uh, or who are they playing against? Is it going? Are they not playing with? Go- are they playing Golden State or who are they? Yeah, they play Golden State um, tonight. They just um, the okay. ended, um, they unfortunately lost one hundred six to one. Well, well, they got to make sure Steph don't be uh, hitting those threes on them. Um, Steph and, you thirty-seven know, points. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Golden State, you know, they have a you know, depleted lineup, so that goes in their favor. Um, you know, they got two players injured: James Wiseman and Kevin. Uh, Kavon Looney, one has a sprained wrist and one has an ankle injury, so that's going to be in their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Steph Curry has been feeling well, so um, it's it's good for the Knicks. Like you know, they can uh, go you know get on their offense for um, for Golden State is is down, so that's gonna that's gonna definitely help them. You know, just get back in there and you know be able to to win. You know, so it's looking good for the Knicks. You know, Golden State could it's not at their full strength. So you're saying that we can still make sure we go to the playoffs. That's why I'm hearing that. Yeah, yeah. As long as we continue to play our good defense we've been playing, Julius Randle stays um, safe and we keep him covered because I'm not losing my best player. (laughs) We put 25 points tonight. Shout out to him as always. Uh, So do you think Derrick Rose, like as you, you all already know how I feel about Derrick Rose. Um, he did leave an assist and I gave assist, um, eight assists. So I gotta give respect with respect is due. Do you think he's that big of a factor on the next though in 2021? Um, I think so. I mean, he still got it. Um, I think that, you know, he's going to be a, a big factor in, in their win for the Knicks. And, you know, I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think, uh, Derek Rose is, is a good, it's good for the Knicks. You know, it's going to give him, you know, hope to, to win, to win some games, and I hope that they get to the playoffs. Thank you, girl, because you, New York, and especially me, want to get to the playoffs. Okay, we want our <laughs> Knicks there. We need to see New York there. We need to see our our blue and orange, and we need to play our music and get it popping. Especially because I hear they might have smaller math fans. So, Knicks, let's get to the playoffs so we can bring our people up. Okay, let's do that. Exactly. So. The Trailblazers and the Nuggets are playing right now. Right now, the um, the Trailblazers are down by uh, four points in the first quarter. So, how do you feel about this, uh, Mr. Automatic, Damian Lillard? Because I love me some Damian Lillard, man. How do you feel about him? I think he's a great player. Um, I think that he's going to be a, a key role in, you know, in their win. And, you know, he's an incredible player, so... I think that they they really need him in order to win. Yeah, I, I feel like he's always the, the deciding factor in this game. 
He can always hit the last minute three. Him um, averaging 29.8 points a game. He's fourth in um, points scored. And I just, and he's also um, 11th in assists with 7.9. He's just somebody that is just different. I love watching this kid play. He is phenomenal. The fact he's only 30 years old just blows my mind because I'm I'm thinking he's like, okay, he's been here for a while, but now he's just, yeah, he's been here for a while, but he's not that old. So, and 30 is not old, y'all. So, whoever said that, whoever thinks that, you're a hater. He's a hater. (laughs) He's 20. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm still, I'm still in my twenties. Okay, <laughs> so we, we're still young. We're still young. We're still young. He's young too. He's young. He's still young. So we're gonna talk a little about the Lakers versus the Jazz game. We all know that right now in the conference standing, the um, Utah Jazz are number one. Lakers are number two. So how do you think this game is gonna go? Because after we've seen the Lakers the past few games having a three-game losing streak. How do you think um, this game might go? Will the Lakers bounce back or the Jazz is dominated? Um, it really depends on how the Lakers handle the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Utah Jazz, they have an incredible defense. You know, they're currently the third best defense. Offense, they have the uh, offense and second best defense in, in the league. So um, they definitely need to make sure that, you know, they are good, really good on offense. Um and, you know, Utah Jazz, they have an impressive 22-point victory. They had a, over the um, Charlotte Hornets in the last game. So, you know, all of them can score in double digits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be up to the Lakers to really, you know, hold hold down, um, you know, Dennis, uh, I mean, Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely guard him. And um, I'm just hoping, you know, I hope that uh, Utah Jazz wins because, you know, I just, I think that, uh, I think they, they're just um, – I think that they're a better team, to be okay. honest. Um, you know, I just – I feel like they can – They you know, Rudy, Colbert, and, you know, they have a really great team. And they have a you – know, they're healthy. They have a full roster. And so I think that um, they really have to dig deep. Like, the Lakers will have to really dig deep um, and, and play to their strengths if they're going to win this uh, Utah Jazz um, game. Tonight. So what you mean is that um, LeBron got to do everything and we got to hope he stays put together for that game. So right. LeBron, it's your show. You can, can you defeat the entire Utah Jazz team? If you can, are we arguing anymore about LeBron's talents at that point? <laughs> a whole right, young, I mean, yeah, he can go. defeat a whole Jazz team pretty much by himself. Yes, with Kyle Kuzma, of course, is supporting people, but we know who really is the star breaking out there with but if he can do that and take out that young team, I don't know, man. LeBron is defeating every every um every person, every naysayer. So let's exactly. see. So Wednesday game, guys. When you listen, after listening to this podcast, of course, definitely check out the Lakers versus the Jazz. They're going to be at 10 p.m. It's actually the last game of the night. So also on ESPN. So, girls, so we're talking about basketball. I'm telling you, the coolest thing happened yesterday. So I went to the mall. I had a long day, long, long, long day. Came back home. I was like, what is that smell? And I tell you, my man got out of the shower. And all I smelled was that Manscaped, girl. Oh, what's the Manscaped, girl? What's Manscaped? Manscaped is an amazing brand that gets these men together. 
it makes them redefine the gentleman. But it's more than just some body wash, girl. Now, the body wash, I love. I love a man that smells good. That's just what... That's just... Exactly. See, you get it. That's what that's what we yeah, like. I get it, girl. But they come with more things, okay? So, Manscaped actually has their best-selling um, product, which is the lawnmower, which gets those guys right down there, trim that hair, out no nicks, no dents or nothing in between so this podcast is brought to you by manscaped so we definitely want to make sure that you get your hookup and the only way you can is by going on manscaped.com and typing in the code mtmv and guess what not only do you get yourself together girls my man got himself together he done got himself smelling good feeling right but he also saved 20 percent. oh girl oh 20 girl he saved money okay um, it's always, it's always good to save money now. Exactly. Nothing makes me feel better when he says, oh, yeah, we save some money, boo. Yes, girl. So yes. you put that code MTMV in, you save 20% and free shipping. Girl. Free shipping? Oh, free wow. shipping. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, gentlemen, you need to take yourself on down to Manscaped, get on that website, put in that code MTMV, and get that 20% off. Ladies, I'm telling you all, if you want your man smelling right and you want to get him right down there, you better hit the MTMV and put yeah, that yeah. code in. It'll change your life. Exactly. It'll change your life, change your night too. So, <laughs> <laughs> me and Keisha are going to talk to y'all just very briefly about one of my favorite things. Keisha, I am a huge college basketball chick. I love college basketball. After going to Villanova, that automatically became my team. But March Madness is around the corner. Girl, when I tell you last year, when I saw it get canceled, on my I saw my phone alerting me 30 different ways saying it got canceled. Oh. I fell out. I was like, no. My favorite thing to do in March is watch a bunch of amazing back-to-back action games. Are you excited at the fact that SAA men and women are still having March Madness. Yes, I'm super excited. You know, I just I just can't wait to watch it and you know just finally get back to you know normalcy, especially during COVID. You know, sports is a part of our lives, and you know yeah. I'm just happy it's, it's getting back to you know where where it used to be. Exactly, guys. This time, so I'm around super this time excited. last year, <laughs> I'm excited too, girl. Because around this time last year. Oh man, we watched Korean baseball and <laughs> at 4 a.m. And I can tell you right now, shout out to the KBL, of course, as always. I always shout you guys out because you guys definitely held me down last year. But we really want our March Madness. So, yeah, we're going to have it though. As of right now, we're still having it. So I'm excited about that. And I know Future's excited about that. So you're going to definitely hear more about us talking about sports and our both our separate podcasts and maybe even together so Keisha I gotta say thank you so much for coming on my show today and just being a bright a bright light the entire show it was been a blast girl where can people find you and definitely subscribe to your podcast um you can find me on uh apple podcast spotify following with Keisha um, Ballin, B-A-L-L-I-N with Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A. Um, I just launched it on Monday, so I'm super excited about it. And I'm just so grateful that we're on, I'm on the V Report, you know, 
support my girl. She is amazing. She's so knowledgeable about sports. I mean, she is on point, man. I, I just admire her. I want to be like her. I love you, girl. I love, honestly, like. Oh, nothing but love to you, Keisha. <laughs> I'm trying to make me cry on air. We don't do that, though. She don't know what we do. But. <laughs> Oh, I'm just talking real, real girl, because you know I love supporting Black women, especially in sports. Oh, it's and, Black women. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Black women in general. But you know, just like <laughs> I, I just support anybody, because you know it's not easy being a Black woman in in, in the sports. You know, so right. I you you know for starting your own podcast, and it's such amazing. I was just listening to you about Tom Brady and. You know, talking about he's, you know, because he was like, you oh, I'm old now. You know, I was like, um, I was cracked <laughs> up, man. I was like, that is hilarious. I was like, I love, you. I love how funny, you know, you're, you're so genuine and, and just real. And I just love your sense of humor. So check my girl out, the V Report. Yeah, she wasn't ready. <laughs> thank you, Keisha. Thank you, thank you. Also, wow. make sure you check out Keisha's YouTube. She does more than just, um be amazing in sports sis can sing sis is talented she's our author as well she's an author and coming okay because we're gonna make sure she gets that book out and you're all gonna buy it so right right. thank you so much and this is gonna conclude our episode today and i'm so excited that keisha is my uh, my female guest because women's history month is literally right around the corner so again another reason to have this amazing talented young black woman on my show and as always guys it's still COVID outside do not forget to wear your mask because this um, podcast is a part of hashtag wear a mask we cover from nose to chin and also remember to stay six feet apart also last thing last but not least make sure you boost your immune systems guys again this virus is not gone do not believe no hype that it disappeared overnight it's still here and unfortunately, people are still dying. So make sure you boost your immune system. That's, again, your vitamin C, your elderberries, taking care of yourself in general, staying hydrated, all things that will help you fight against this evil COVID. And again, protect you and me from this disease. So as always, you guys stay. Keisha, actually, no, you you signed out with your amazing sign out. All right. Stay bold, stay brave, and stay bold. Peace. Bye.